Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rakea Moynihan. It's Tuesday, November 15th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play our biography news game, Who Wrote What? But first, the latest. It's another win for the Democrats. Katie Hobbs will be the next governor of Arizona after defeating Republican Kerry Lake in a very close race. Hobbs is the current Secretary of State in Arizona and tweeted, democracy is worth the wait. It's an important victory for Democrats. You see, Arizona is a battleground state and Lake is a Trump-backed 2020 election denier. If Lake had won, it would have put an election denier in charge of certifying the state's results of the 2024 presidential election. Kerry Lake still hasn't conceded and tweeted, Arizonans know BS when they see it, in response to the AP calling her race. Republicans are just one seat away from taking back the House after another handful of races were called last night. Republicans won in Arizona, California, New York and Oregon, giving them 217 seats. It may still take weeks for all of the races to be called, though it looks like the GOP will hold one of the narrowest majorities in recent history. The GOP is still working out what happened to the red wave that didn't happen, and many are blaming Donald Trump. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is expected to announce his 2024 presidential campaign later today. Philanthropist Mackenzie Scott says she has donated another $2 billion to more than 300 organizations supporting underserved communities. It brings her total donations to $14.5 billion since she signed a pledge three years ago to give away her fortune. Her latest update came on the same day her ex-husband, Jeff Bezos, announced he's giving away his wealth too. Google has agreed to pay a nearly $400 million settlement to 40 states for tracking users' locations even after people turned off the tracking feature. State attorneys general say it's the largest settlement in U.S. history related to privacy. The investigation started after a 2018 news story revealed that Google was violating users' privacy. Location information is a key part of Google's targeted ad business, but the tech giant says it stopped the practice several years ago. You've just seen FTX The Collapse. Soon, you'll be able to see FTX The Movie, or at the very least, read FTX The Book. That's right, Sam Bankman-Fried is getting the red carpet treatment. According to Morning Brew, Michael Lewis, who wrote The Big Short and Moneyball, has been embedded with Bankman-Fried for six months and will write a book about everything that has happened. And while a movie isn't guaranteed, come on, this guy, a 30-year-old eccentric billionaire who lost most of his fortune in a single day, whose biggest rival almost saved his butt and then didn't? This is totally going to be a movie. Hey, if you like any of these segments that we're producing for the Refresh from Insider, did you know that you can share any of them on social media? It's true. Just look in the description section of your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. Europe's biggest stock market has officially shifted. It is no longer in London, but in Paris. A former Bank of England policymaker told Bloomberg TV that the UK economy is, quote, permanently damaged by Brexit, and the country has responded to its contracting economy with tax hikes and spending cuts. The UK is facing an energy crisis and double-digit inflation. Meanwhile, France is thriving thanks in part to its high-end luxury brands like LVMH, which owns Louis Vuitton, and Caring SA, which owns Gucci. The Department of Transportation is requiring Frontier and five foreign airlines 
to pay a whopping $600 million to passengers as refunds for canceled or significantly delayed flights. Frontier is ponying up an additional $2 million for delaying refunds during the pandemic when air travel was at its worst. Travelers are supposed to get refunds when their flights are canceled, but Frontier and others gave vouchers instead. Complaints surged during the pandemic, and the DOT vowed to strengthen consumer protections. Nearly 50,000 workers at the University of California are on strike, demanding higher pay. Researchers, teaching assistants, and postdocs across the system's 10 campuses say they don't make enough money to live in California. They're asking for a minimum salary of $54,000. They're also saying the university system isn't bargaining with the union to meet these demands. This marks the largest academic strike in U.S. history. In a highly unusual move, the DOJ has opened an investigation into the death of Shireen Abu Akleh, the Palestinian-American journalist who was killed while covering a raid in Israel. Her family says Israel intentionally targeted and killed her, but Israel says Abu Akleh was unintentionally shot by a soldier who did not know she was a journalist. She was wearing a vest with the word press on it. Israel already says it will not cooperate with the FBI's investigation. Today marks a pretty big milestone. Our global population is officially hitting 8 billion. According to a UN projection, 1 billion people have been added to the population in just over a decade. And it's not just births. People are living longer too, thanks to better diets, hygiene and medicine. But the UN says it will take longer to hit the next billion. It's expected in the late 2030s and to come primarily from just eight countries, with India expected to surpass China as the world's most populous country. It's time to play Who Wrote What? And Kaya is back to play. Hello. I am back to hopefully not embarrass myself again. And as always, our producer Frank Alito is here too. Hey, Frank. Hello and welcome back, Dave and Kaya. It's both of your first time playing together. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys are the dream team. We'll see. I'm probably going to ruin the game (laughs) for everyone involved. Well, Kev, we have a lot in common because I am also usually the side that lets everyone down. So, Dream team! Why don't we remind everyone how we actually play, Frank? Yeah, definitely. So in Who Wrote What? I'm going to read you an excerpt from a memoir or autobiography about someone who's recently been in the news. The two of you will then have 20 seconds to work together and agree on who wrote it. And you can pause the clock at any time and ask for one clue. And you have three rounds to win. All right. Kaya, how you feeling? You ready? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Let's do it. Okay, here's the first excerpt. When called upon to accept that the results of the vote would not give me the victory, I accepted the math. But when told to perform the traditional dance of concession, I declined. While I knew that, according to the law, I had to tell my voters that our jointly imagined future would be delayed, I refused to play my scripted part, because the game had been rigged. Again. Okay, 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. My heart is full of fear. Um, <laughs> okay, Off to so a good gonna... start. <laughs> What's confusing here is that they say rigged, which makes me think like Trump slash conservative. But I I'm also thinking somebody like Stacey Abrams, who has lost before, and she also just recently lost again. Yeah, I think it also doesn't read like Trump. Five seconds. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It, it can't be Trump because Trump is illiterate. Um, <laughs> How about, a, do you want to go with Stacey Abrams as the first guest? Sure. Frank, I'm terrified. You both 
absolutely crushed it. It is Stacey Abrams. What? Yeah, yeah it was both of us for sure. <laughs> <laughs> By Stacey Abrams made a name for herself back in 2018 running for governor. She brought out a historic number of black voters, but she did not win that time. And this year she ran again for the same position. And last week she lost to Brian Kemp a second time. Let's keep playing. Yeah, let's give Kaya another chance to redeem herself. <laughs> this is this is all for you, Kaya. Ready? Here's your second round. It was Christmas night, 2018, and our Arlington, Virginia home was filled with aromas of my bourbon chocolate pecan pie, made famous by CNN's April Ryan after she went on an angry tirade doubting I made oh. it. April should have known better than to question the authenticity of a Southern woman's pie. 20 seconds from the clock. Ready, set. Go. It's got to be Trump, right? No, no, no. <laughs> a southern I, woman's pie? It has to be Trump. It's not. It's not. I, you know, the first story that I did it in Saudi as well, the first story I translated was actually. I'm going to tell this story another time. This isn't relevant. It's Sarah What's Her Face. It's Sarah What's Her Face. I know it's Sarah What's Her Face, but I can't remember the What's Her Face bit. What's her name? <laughs> this is not helping. Sarah Bareilles? <laughs> Who are you talking about? I'm not gonna ride you and love so. <laughs> you have like this whole narrative around Sarah that like you clearly oh, know who it is. Oh so no. I'm just here to support you. <laughs> you are out of time. I'll give Kaya a half a point because I know she was I know if she was thinking of the right person. It was Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh wow. <laughs> I would not have guessed that in a million years. Last week she made history when she was elected the first woman governor of Arkansas earning a whopping 63% of the vote. And also a little bit about her Thanksgiving pie. She apparently uses a hammer to smash the pecans in a Ziploc bag, and that's the secret. So You shouldn't need a hammer to crack your pecan. Very Republican thing to do, to take like an overly aggressive like stance or like method <laughs> to something that does not require it. We have one more round. Uh, and for the first time, we are bending the rules ever so slightly. Uh, this excerpt is from a biography, so you won't be guessing who wrote it, but guessing who the writer is talking about. Are you both ready? Yeah, kind of. Maybe not. Okay. It didn't always seem like they were destined for stardom. Brought up in a deeply religious community, they were allowed to listen to only to church music. However, their outstanding musical gift, along with plenty of willpower, they were determined to follow their dream. Their rise to the top was cemented in 2010, when after a flurry of media gossip, they married the most controversial figure in British TV. 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Okay, I'm hoping to God you know what's going on here. I don't. I, this is really unhelpful. And I know that this has been thrown in here to like give me a lifeline because I'm so pathetic. You guys just haven't asked for one clue. Oh, right. What's the clue? What's the clue? What's the clue? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the, the clock? Clue? What's the clue? This person is also on a reality competition show. You have five seconds on the clock. Okay. Oh, no. not Nicole Scherzinger. I don't know. It is Katy Perry. Okay, are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry was married to comedian Russell Brand from 2010 to 2012. And the singer went viral last week after taking a photo of herself voting for billionaire developer Rick Caruso in the L.A. mayoral race. Caruso was widely criticized for changing his party to Democrat right before the elections began, after years of being a proud anti-abortion Republican. And the race there has yet to be called, but Caruso's opponent, Karen Bass, has a slight lead. Well, I guess uh, we ended up tying with Frank. We each got one and a half points. It's a change from just losing horribly. 
<laughs> it's it's a nice it's a nice middle ground. But thank you both for playing. And as always, let's end with a song. And since you both are fireworks in my eyes, let's play Katy Perry's Fireworks. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Kay Moynihan. And I'm Dave Smith. Talk to you soon. <laughs>